Welcome back to Talisi Podcast. I hope everybody is doing well. And I hope you guys got a chance to listen to my first episode. If you haven't, please, please go listen to it. But before we get started on today's topic, shout out to my husband for that amazing intro. He is an upcoming artist. And you guys definitely need to keep a lookout for him, Silent K. So today I want to talk about what is your truth? And what I mean by that is, where are you in life right now? In order to move forward within your life, within any path, journey, you have to be honest. You have to be honest about who you are and where you are. And it doesn't matter what it is, just any and everything. Holding it in does you no good and it doesn't do any good for the people around you. We sometimes think that we have it under control, we're okay, and deep down we know we don't and we know we aren't. It doesn't matter what anyone says, we all have our battles. Whether it be financially, spiritually, drugs, alcohol, sex, relationships, parenting, forgiveness, it's everywhere. It's all over the universe. And fortunately and unfortunately, some of us do well covering it up. And that proposes another question for me. Why do we cover it up? Are we afraid of what people might say? How people might look at us? Or are we afraid of actually facing it? Have we gotten used to being sucked into feeling sorry for ourselves? We tend to create these images of places where we could be, the people that we could be, but we use it as an escape, as a fluke. And no, I'm not saying that you should walk around with a sign on your forehead that says, hey, look at me, I got issues, or throw yourself a pity party. But don't be ashamed of your process. 
that's an open door to success. And what I mean by that is, you know, think about it. If we were living life just peachy, would you look for anything better than peachy? Probably not. Whereas if things weren't so peachy, what would we do? We would go look for better, do better. But why can't it work in both cases, regardless the situation? Les Brown said, if you can look up, you can get up. And what I get from that is it doesn't matter what point in life you're at. You can always go beyond that. I understand that, you know, sometimes family can, you know, push on the legacy to generation to generation, or, you know, it's just this cycle that never seems to end. Or again, you know, we get used to feeling sorry for ourselves and walk around with no life about us. And sometimes going the opposite direction, thinking outside the box, tend to bring a lot of friction, question, judgment, fear. But regardless of all of that, don't allow that to keep you from being different, showing different. Be the one to show that it's okay. Whatever your downfalls are, use that as a stepping stool. Don't allow that to use you as a stepping stool. And this isn't just for the people that are going through it. This is also for the people that are outside looking in. Don't try to say what a person's process should be. That's not for you to do. The only people that can realize that and figure that out and do something about it is the person that's actually going through it. And the only thing that you can do is support them, regardless of if you understand or if you feel the same. It's not about you. It's about them. And don't judge. People think judging is is the thing to do or it's going to help. No, it doesn't help. It only adds on to what's already harboring over the, the people that are going through whatever it is that they're going through. It doesn't take anything to ask a simple question. What can I do for you? How can I help you? And if they don't know, if you don't know, it's okay. It's a part of the process. Go through it. As I mentioned before, my goal is to make sure that I'm doing what it is that I'm called to do, which is to make a difference 
be that guidance be that person that people feel that they can come to and really want to change really want to learn how to do that to bring back that faith bring back that life into them and going through this spiritual journey it makes you really dig deep and look at every aspect of your life because what I'm trying to do I have to make sure that I'm not just saying it I'm living it I'm walking by that and there will be times where I'll try to find the words and feel like okay this is the moment let's go let's jot it down and then I'm lost nothing comes and I'm like what 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 is going on why 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 can't I find the words I feel like I'm ready there's a journey that my husband introduced to me for himself and it deals with numerology and angel numbers which we'll we'll talk about that later down the line but there were a few angel numbers that I would see consistently and one in particular pertained to change and I would be sitting here thinking like okay what is it that I'm supposed to be changing I felt like I acknowledged everything I I looked at this I I looked at that what could it be? And I could never figure it out, especially during the time that it would come. So I, I had to pray to God and I had to really ask him, what is it that you're trying to tell me? What is it that you're trying to show me? What do I need to do so that I can fulfill this? And I was listening to a sermon by Pastor Michael Todd talking about peace. And he was basically saying that in order for you to progress in life, you have to have peace. If you don't have peace, you're not going anywhere because you're focusing on the negative. You know, there's times where I allow things to overwhelm me, consume me, and allow myself to completely lose sight of the bigger picture, what my why is. I was also listening to a motivational speaker, Eric Thomas. And he was talking about how he never knew his biological father. He didn't have a relationship with him. And he never had that conversation with him as to why he wasn't there for him. The day that he attempted to have this conversation with him, was a day I believe he was having a conference or something. 
he didn't get the response that he felt he should have gotten, which put him in a very bad place. But what he realized is what really hit me. Was like I said, I can't be out here trying to motivate and push people and encourage people when I'm not doing that myself. That's not fair to myself. That's not fair to you guys because I can't just speak it. I need to show it. And it made me look at the things that I would tuck under. I felt like I had control over and I was okay. I wasn't. It made me think about, did I really forgive my dad for not being there for me? Did I really accept the fact that we really may not have a relationship. Did I think about where he was, how he was feeling? Where was his mind at? Who was he at that time? No, I didn't. I only focused on the fact of I didn't have him and how that hurt me and that was it. I went around feeling sorry for myself because of the things that I had no control over because of the excuses that I used for not being the person that I should be, that I know I could, that I can be, that I am. And I didn't realize how depressed I was until I actually stopped trying to cover it up and look at it. I had every reason to be thankful, grateful for happy, but none of it seemed to be enough. None of it seemed to help me. I, I continued to feel empty. I continued to feel blah. I wasn't living. I was just here. I've always wanted children and I currently have two now. And there were many reasons as to why I wanted children, but the one reason, one of the reasons was that I suffered with brokenness and I felt like my love for them and their love for me would mend that. <laughs> and if I knew what it took to be a parent, I would have known that that one reason was not gonna work. You know, our goal is to nurture them, 
protect them, guide them, help them through their changes. You can't do that when you're not right. And I I truly believe that I married the love of my life. I married my best friend. And I know that we were placed in each other's life for a reason other than the love that we have for each other. And within that, I felt like I needed to be there for him in any way that I can, any way that he needed, and then some. And it killed me to admit that I couldn't because of where I was mentally. We have had our trials, but we overcame them. And we're going to have more to face. But it isn't a reason to not continue to move forward and fight it. And I can honestly say I didn't realize that. You know, it's funny how when you're going through things, you tend to look at other people's relationships and you're like oh they're happy oh you know they're traveling oh look at them woo 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 you know and (laughs) you never really think that they can tell you and show you whatever they want to but what's happening behind closed doors You don't really know what's happening in anybody's life. They could be going through the exact same thing you're going through. It was important for me to feel and be accepted by everybody. And it would kill me when what I thought our relationship should be wasn't. And I would get so emotional, so just, ugh. (laughs) And I wouldn't stop and actually think that it doesn't matter if you're accepted or not. That's a part of life. You're not always going to be accepted. People are not always going to want to be around you, want to get to know you for whatever reason, and it doesn't matter. As long as you know who you are and you're okay with that, nothing else matters. You have to be confident in you. You have to believe in you. And in order for you to do that, you have to really look at you, really find who you are. 
You can't fix something that you don't know. I realized that I needed to stay on this spiritual path, this spiritual journey, and continue to feed my mind, whether it's with multiple sermons, uh, motivational speeches, you know, people that are on the same level. And just overcome those downfalls and just learn and let it go and move forward. I realized that we all have a purpose in life. And the only way you're gonna be able to get there is really not be consumed of the world. And I would hear this and I would see this a lot and never really truly understood what it meant by that. And now that I do, there is no way I'm going back. I want you to know that you are not alone. You are not what you have been through. You are much more than that. Whether you see it or not, see it anyway. You know what I mean? Because it's there. And do understand that it does not happen overnight. Don't get discouraged. Look at your why. Look at your peace. Stay focused and in communication with God or whoever or whatever it is that you believe in. And just keep pushing forward. I really hope that this message helped someone. I want you to understand that whether I know you or not, we're in this together. And if you want to send me an email with questions or just vent, whatever it is, please feel free. And I'm going to get to you guys as soon as I can. I believe the email is attached to this link, but if it's not, it's Talese, T-A-L-E-E-S-E, C dot podcast at gmail.com. I want to thank you guys for taking the time again to listen to me. And of course, please stay tuned for more. Have a great night, guys.
Tell me what's on your mind.